can do both podcast. I'm still Courtney. This is still Ashley. And you are entering part two of the Boston episode. All things Boston. So if you guys listened to last week's episode, we did part one. We covered different boroughs. I feel weird calling them boroughs because I don't think... New York. No, yeah, it's not New York, and I don't think anybody in Boston refers to them, but different areas, we're going to call them boroughs in Boston. So last week, if you haven't listened, go back. We covered all things North End, all things Back Bay, all things South End Yeah, from our perspective. Great racks, mostly restaurants, because all we really do is eat and drink. Literally. What else do you do in the city? You know, it's it's you hard. walk around and look at shit. Exactly. So today we're going to be covering the other half of Boston. Yes, we are. And we're going to start with Seaport. Seaport. This one's a touchy one because it used to be my everything. It used to be my goal. It was on my vision board. Everything I wanted to be was Seaport. And now that is just so not the case. Really? Yes. Ever since the South End came into your life? Ever since I toured apartments in the Seaport. Oh. It is so crazy. They're all just like cookie cutter, beautiful, brand new buildings. But they are so expensive and you get so little square footage. Yeah. And you just have what everybody else has. There's no character. There's no history. Yeah. This is so random, but it's also really windy there. Oh, yeah, because it's whipping. It's right on the water. It's and right it's on the water. It's whipping around the big yeah. high rises. Which is not the vibe when it gets cold out, which it is here for three quarters of the year. Like, it is very mm. uncomfortable to be in the seaport in the wintertime. Damn, so we're starting off with the knots. I know. Sorry. Let's start with <laughs> Rex. Okay, so let's talk no, about let's, seaport vibe. in general. Yeah, the vibe in seaport. So, Brand new, very modern, on the water. You walk down there, it feels very futuristic. It feel it doesn't feel like Boston at all. No, no. It could be any other city, to be honest with you. Yep. Um, and sometimes, like, for some, that's the appeal of it, is that it feels like other cities. Like, it feels like you could be in, like, a Chicago or, like, definitely, you don't feel like you're in New York, but, like, it's a similar vibe, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the big skyscraper, large, new glass buildings. Exactly. But when I think of the seaport, I just think of finance daddies. You need to have money in order to live there. And they do have a lot of like the investment banking or like finance companies within seaport. It's also right next to the financial district. So a lot of people who work downtown live in seaport. Exactly. And that's just like the vibe of the people. Yes. To be honest with you. Yeah, it's very like clean cut, preppy. Definitely either, more preppy. You're either preppy or like you're clean, like streetwear, if that makes sense. Yes. I would say you most likely moved from another city. Yes. And you came to Seaport and you looked at the rest of the city and you were like, this is a shithole. I'm going to move to Seaport. Yeah. Because it's new. And you have air conditioning. I feel like this is not true for everyone that lives there, but I feel like it does have the stereotype of like a little bit more pretentious. Like yeah. you, you're more luxurious than most as you deserve to be if you can afford to live there. Yes. Um, but it's definitely more like, ooh, like you live in the seaport. Like who is your daddy or what do you do for a living? Yes, you know? exactly. Exactly. You're not you know, your average Joe living in the seaport. No, no, no. 
we kind of sound like seaport haters, like wannabes almost in a way. <laughs> um, that's not no, the vibe I'm trying to give off. That's it's just like a, that, I think that's just the stereotype of yeah, it. Yeah, I think so too. Like the stereotype of the North End is like Italian mafia. Yeah. It's like they all have slight truths to them. Like yeah. Back Bay is like old money, like famous people, like character, whatever. South End is the is the young, young parents. families and finance daddies are the seaport. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like that's it. There's I no would archetype. agree. I would agree. And the TikTokers. And the TikTokers. Yes. You would fit in so well there. <laughs> I listen, I wanted to fit in there for a while. And then you were more realistic. Yeah. That's really good. So something, I, I don't know if this is a character flaw. Oh, my God. My foot is getting a Charlie horse. No, 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 no. Okay. Hold it. Hold it. Okay. I think it's okay now. But a character flaw of mine was. You drink more water. I know. I haven't really drank a lot of water today. Water break. But today was Tuesday when we were recording this. And on Tuesdays in July, it was the last one. Starbucks does half off of their ice drinks. So. I got my final half off of my Starbucks drink today. I didn't get one this summer. I'm really sorry. Yes. That's horrible. But okay, back to my character flaw. When I was looking for apartments there, the reason I hated it so much was because I just knew that if I were to get a place that was in one of these cookie cutter buildings, I would have what everybody else has. And I hate the feeling of being like everybody else. So the reason I opted for the South End or something different was because it's very unique. Like nobody else is going to have what I have. <laughs> and I, that's what I, that's how I feel about clothes. That's how I feel about everything in my life. I don't want what everybody else has. I want to be different. Yeah. So that that's is, valid. that's how I feel about the seaport. Yeah, no, I agree. But like they're beautiful. And one day maybe when I have a ton of money and I can get, you know, the penthouse, that's something that not not everybody else has. Then, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll move my way over there. I but can. for now, it's not the budget. Yeah, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't say it is. But that's not a character flaw. That's just, you know, that's that's valid. Some people prefer to, you know, be one of the crowd and other prefer to not. And that's yeah. totally that's totally good. Thank you for validating me. Of course. Of course. That's what I'm here for. So there's also a lot of great things in the seaport. Absolutely. Specifically, a lot of great restaurants. <laughs> yeah, literally. A lot of new places. So because it's very, I don't even want to say it's up and coming because it's already like, up. it's, been it's already coming. It's already up. Yeah, it's, it's here. here. <laughs> it's here. But because it's so new, there's so many new restaurants and buildings and all things new are there. So restaurants, should we just start naming them? Mm-hmm. Um, Committee. Committee used to be my favorite. Yeah, I love committee. It's what Greek Mediterranean. Yeah, yeah. They have this like feta, honey. Stops. Like covered in sesame sesame seeds. (gasps) Yeah, so good. Drinks are really good. However, I went the other week and it didn't blow me away. I was like so excited. It used to be my favorite restaurant. Maybe it's because you've been expanding your palate and trying all these amazing South End restaurants. It might (laughs) just be. You have more to compare it to. Yeah, but I like committee a lot. I think it's a cool vibe. I feel like it is a, one of the more expensive places just because the, the sizes, the plates are super small. 
and the drinks I feel like they're amazing but they're definitely more like involved it's like hibiscus like they're like nice cocktails yeah, it's like hibiscus infused like it'll come on, a shot will come on fire like that type of vibe order a spicy marg it's not on their menu but it comes out uh, they'll make it for you um and it comes out with this little like hot chili pepper on it and it's stunning that's hot yes yeah that's a lovely one on the flip side i'm gonna say the barking crab i love the barking crab we've had great memories of the yeah. barking crab guys this is literally a restaurant i mean if you have been to boston you probably know what this is it's like very much one of its kind um, it's on the water and it's literally on a dock and it looks like it was like washed up. Like, I don't even know how to explain it. Just like old and rickety and wooden and it's just like fried food, like lobster rolls, All like things probably, seafood. yeah, just n- you're not going there and you're to get a salad. Like that's just not what it's for, but the drinks are just amazing. And during like a hot summer day, like on the water, just like having a beer like whatever it is that you're drinking it's honestly just a vibe and if you've ever seen the movie the game plan with the Dwayne the Rock Johnson and Madison whatever the hell her last name is from back in the day the Disney movie uh it's where Madison had her allergic reaction in the movie this is all news for me uh I have no idea what you're talking about but yes you've seen it a good fun fact yeah it is it's it's fun and should we jump into a quick story time? Sure, go ahead. Because if you happen to just be living in the North End for the summer with your best friend and you have friends visiting and you want to take them out and you take them to the Barking Crab and you happen to meet a guy at the bar who drove his boat there and you offer him if we buy him a drink, if he'll bring you on <laughs> your boat and he might just take you and all of your girlfriends on his boat. And oh my god drive you around the boston harbor and then drop you off in the north end so that was one of the more riskier experiences and decisions we've made as yes. friends yep. um we made it out alive to tell the tale but that did in fact happen we walked across the bridge one day from the north end to the seaport and we said you know what we need this summer a man or a friend with a boat and someone actually came up to Ashley at the bar at the Barking Crab saying, would you like to come on my boat? And we answered, absolutely. Yep. Uh, mind you, a man in his 40s. Um, alone at the bar. Alone. Uh, Not cute. Wearing a wife beater white tank top. <laughs> um, stained. And he said, you can all come on my boat if you buy me a drink first. So you know I immediately screamed the bartender's name and got this got this man a drink. Uh, so that was red flag number like three. Yep. Then we proceeded to go on this boat that was rickety and old and falling Pretty apart. Big. It was a sea ray. It was like de- it had an underneath whatever those are called. I forget. Yeah, I got some cute pics on that boat. Yeah, you did. He also asked if anyone, if any one of us knew how to drive the boat because he needed to go find his weed. He, this man pulls out a massive Ziploc bag of like, weed. Probably like a pound of weed or something. Something ridiculous. As Ashley's driving the boat out of the harbor. <laughs> literally, like in that very moment, we were all just like, well, this wasn't a right 
decision, but it's too late it's now. It's too late now. We have to make the best <laughs> so of it. So at least we're all together, you know? You're There's also missing a key part of the story where you broke, broke your toe. toe. <laughs> yep. So we get on this boat. And like I said, this this boat is not, it's not up to, to par. What, was it safe to be floating? Like, unsure still to this day. Um, but... Yeah, so two of our friends sat down on what appeared to be a chair, but there wasn't like a lock in. I don't think the lock existed or it just wasn't in right. And both of their weight fell on my poor foot and my like, I think toenail like came off. Like my my toes were fucking broken (laughs) and I was just like bad omen after bad omen after bad omen why are we on this boat yeah uh but it was much better than a walk back to the north end we were we just pulled up on the dock yeah that was probably one of my favorite days it was just (laughs) very unexpected and so spontaneous yeah and dangerous but because we made it out alive everything it was worth it i tell people that story and they're like are you kidding me it doesn't seem real seems like we're lying yeah except i obviously documented everything on my instagram story of course and snapchat story back in the day and everyone responded are you girls okay (laughs) did you make it back that was so stupid of you (laughs) who whose man is that like everyone was like genuinely concerned for our health meanwhile we were like blasting music singing like i just broke my toe i'm like fucking holding it up trying to get some air like it was just not it was chaotic yeah it was pretty good um so barking crab if you want to have a good time (laughs) if you want to find a man with a boat go there yes um if you go under the bridge where you will pass a boston tea party you will see lolita on your left hand side in the summer they have like a little outdoor patio super cool great for after work drinks um go and get the spicy cucumber mark just gonna say that delicious the way that they cut their cucumbers you can use they give you like the two little black straws you can use them as chopsticks and you can eat the cucumbers <laughs> and it's a dream and a half lolita really is so good i miss that place yeah fire flames for also, sure if you decide to not go for after work drinks and decide to actually go for a night out it's definitely more chill it's like more like bar scene but they do have like a back area where they have a dj and it's very fun i would just like to warn you beforehand about the size of their shot glasses it's like more than a double shot glass it's disgusting if you have one shot you're literally on the floor courtney and i also pretty much blacked out there after when your cousins came we went to dinner and then we went there and then we fell into a bush at encore yeah and then the uber driver didn't want to let me into his uber because mm-hmm. i couldn't formulate words or stand up mm-hmm. yeah so we've had a fair share of nights like that at lolita so just be careful <laughs> yes 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 uh what's next a uh, couple other ones i can like rattle off the top of my head i went to here tonight bar taco i know it's a chain but, like, it's cute outdoor. They don't take reservations, but you can call ahead and get on their wait list. It's really great. You can order everything through a QR code on your table. So it's really good to, like, meet up with friends. Like, everybody's responsible for their own bill. And, like, people can leave, come and go as they'd like. That's awesome. So I love it there. Right across the street, Trillium. They have, like, a rooftop. Um, more beer and wine vibes. Mostly beer. Kind of cool. Basic. Yeah. But, like, a good after work spot. Yeah. 
drink is one that's been on my list. It's the cocktail bar or bar without a menu so that you basically just tell the bartender what you're into and they'll come up with some sort of concoction. It's kind of hard to find. Um, like there's no signage on the street, but just look it up on your phone. Realistically, someone will probably be walking by and be like, are you looking for drink? That's happened to me. And really? I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh, it's right in here. It's through this door. But it is very cool. Like you go to the bar. They only have bar snacks. So you're not really going for food. And you just straight up tell the bartender, hi, I like tequila and spicy. And they'll just make you something. That's fun. That's it's like a fu- so fun. I feel like that'd be a fun like date spot. You would like Definitely. learn about the person, and it's kind of like an activity. It's not yeah. just like sitting down, you know. Yeah. And eating something. Um, one newer thing that Sophia just told me about that I'm like, holy moly, I must go. Uh, a place called Spin. It's like a ping pong bar. Have you heard of it? I haven't been, but my work hosted an intern event there, so the interns were telling me about it. Did they enjoy it? Yeah, they loved it. They said it was really fun. Going off of that, there's a place called Flight Club, which is also like more of an activity vibe. Um, They have automated dart boards and they have different games that you can play on them. It is so fun. I think you have to reserve it based on the hour. So I think you have to pay like 60 bucks or 40 bucks or something for the hour. But honestly, it's so worth it if you have a big group of people get the um they have it's like the bee's knees or something it's like a gin honey drink and the drinks are just incredible and their food's honestly really good i know i totally am with you i to this day have had the best cocktail i've ever had in my life by just telling the bartender somewhere to drink like flavor profiles that i really love it was essentially like a cucumber skinny spicy margarita the way that I typically order them, but it was the literally, it was like not on the menu and it was the best drink I've like had in a very long time. And I don't remember the bartender's name, but I remember what he looks like and I will hunt him down one of these days. Anyway, (laughs) anyway, something not food and drink related. The seaport always has really great like pop-up shops and activations so, like, in the winter, they have their snowport, which is, like, hundreds, so cute. hundreds of, like, vendors, um, some Christmas-related, some not. And it's just, like, nice, something to do outside. And this summer, they also have, like, an activation as well. I believe it's, like, it's, they're, like, black square, like, build-out houses that they actually give to small businesses. I like learned through the learned about this through work. It's I didn't realize like the criteria for the people that get selected for these pop-ups, but it's actually really awesome. They're all part of this like curriculum that teaches them how to like build a brick and mortar presence. So they tend to invite like e-com businesses that are unsure if they want to have their own brick and mortar stores. So it acts as like a test for Mm. all of them. Um, And if you end up not wanting to have a brick and mortar at the end of it, it's just a way for you to connect with your customers in real life and build a community when you wouldn't necessarily have the option to because you're typically just an online brand. Very cute. Yeah. Fun little fact there, but they always have really cool up and coming brands. Like I think hundreds of businesses apply to be a part of it and only like eight or nine get selected. It's like 1987 active. Always recommend checking them out. Um, there's like a coffee shop and like they're all different. Like you're not going to see like two of the same anywhere, you know, but they're all like local to Boston, too. So that's always fun to check out. 
Yeah, that's super cute. They also um, have outdoor fitness classes in that area on yeah, the, that I was, greenery. I was just about to say, they have them all through the summer. Um, I think I posted the board on our Instagram story the other day. Uh, but they have, like, a schedule throughout the summer. And you can do, like, yoga classes, hit classes, and it's all outside. They have, like, a DJ. So they're, like, bumping music. And it's just, like, an outdoor fitness class. And people just go. You bring, like, your little yoga mat. And it's so fun. I did it back when – they've been doing this for years. Like, I did it back when I interned for the summer. Um, and, yeah, it's packed all the time after work. It's so fun. I believe it. I know I don't make it's so like far from where I am, but I really want to make it out to Seaport more often. I literally went to Cisco for the first time all summer last weekend or two weekends ago with you. Yes, you did. And it was my first time. I feel like there's a lot of Cisco haters out there just because it's something that can get like super repetitive. But I love Cisco. I love and Cisco. And I really love the new location. I think it's bigger. I think the layout is more conducive to, like, different, like, vibes, which I enjoy. Yeah. No, I like it, too. They also sell cocktails now. Their Paloma is so good. Yeah. Literally, this episode is making me realize how much I just eat and drink in the city. <laughs> but, you know, it makes you have a good time. Um, but I, I also love Cisco. I would recommend, though, like, more of an after-work drink spot. I don't love going there on the weekends. I think it's the perfect outdoor space in the summer to go grab a drink with coworkers. Personally. Very nice. Very nice. I need to make it out there, except, like, I don't have coworkers. Haha. <laughs> I'll be your coworker. Perfect. Um, the ICA. I can't speak to this, but you can. I love the ICA. So the ICA is the... Uh, contemporary art museum it's in the seaport it has a really cool architecture building oh my god wait do you remember i don't know if this was in the fall or whatever but they had these little seats outside yes. and they spun around that was one of the most wholesome mornings ever yeah but they just had these cool circle chairs that balanced on like an axis yeah um because you know cool contemporary art but yeah you can walk through they have different exhibits that go on for certain periods of time I went to a Virgil Abloh exhibit and it was the coolest art exhibit I've ever been to I'm not really huge into art was that before or after he passed it was before holy moly yeah and they had this rug exhibit um and they just like stacked all of his like rugs up and you know called it art and they had this one and it was a green one and it said wet grass in quotes and I thought about it every day for like over a week and then I went on Etsy and purchased a like similar rug and now it's sitting in my apartment are you gonna bring that with you to your next party? I am it's gonna go in our living room hell yeah I'll show you the layout <gasps> oh my god I'm so excited yeah very exciting but yeah highly highly would recommend the ICA it's a very cool like little spot specifically if you can see when their exhibits are popping up um and if, if you go to one that you're interested in uh, very much down. I feel like that's a great thing to do, like when it's hot outside, but also when it's cold outside. Yeah. Also, sorry, one more thing to say on this. My coworker just got married at the ICA. What? Isn't that sick? What? what I don't know if it was like? outside or inside. I have no idea. I just ran into him on the street and he was like, oh, I'm actually getting married at the ICA next weekend. And I was like, what? I didn't even know you could do that. That is so cool. Damn. It's also right on the water. Also, Red Bull hired like their extreme divers the other weekend, and then uh, professional divers were diving off of the ICA into the Boston Harbor. They what? put on like a whole show. 
That's so cool. So they always have events like that. I think the other weekend they also had um, some type of concert music festival. So if you just look it up, uh, they have a lot of events. Damn. Yeah, there is an outdoor like amphitheater over there. Yeah. And I know that some people, if they have boats, I've been on a boat or two in that area before. And you can like, whenever there's a concert, you would just like pull up with a boat and like, listen, you can't see anything, obviously, but you can hear because it's like right there. That's cool. Uh, I feel like that's a good little rendezvous of Seaport. Do we have any knots? I would just say my only knot is I think living there is tough. Yes. After it really was on my bucket list. But after searching for what's there, it's just it's really expensive. Yeah. It really, really is. Um, Totally. But other than that, that and it's windy. Yeah. (laughs) And I don't do well with wind. Um, But other than that, Seaport is great. Oh, my God. You're so right. So fun little quirk about me is I'm allergic to the cold. Literally. Like you think that's like a joke, but it's not. And when I had my most recent allergic reaction, I was in the Seaport. There it is. Holy moly. I feel like there was a lot that we didn't touch upon. I feel like Coquette's in the Seaport. I've never been there, though. I can't speak to that. Coquette is a like a newer... I think it's French. Yeah, I think it's a French cocktail bar. Yes. The food is pretty good, too. Um, but it's in the lobby of the Omni Hotel, which is Isn't that where hotel. you and Matt went on your first date? Or am I making that, that up? That was a first <sighs> date. Love knowing all the facts for your relationship. Yeah, that was like the second place on the first date, though, because we went to Pizza Hut first. Pizza Hut? <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. No, we went to a pl- we. This is actually a really funny story. So, we went to a pizza place in the seaport, and it was perfect. So we thought because we thought we found a place that neither of us had been to before. And as you all know, because I've shared before, like we're very adventurous eaters. We like to try new things. So we're like, oh, like neither of us have gone to this place. So let's head there. And then we walk in, and it was literally the vibe of like a pizza hut like it was lights were on like vibe was off there was like kids soccer teams with their parents there they sat us in the middle of the restaurant like with the lights on even though there was like no one else like anywhere around and it was just comical like we sat down And they were like, okay, so the kitchen's closing in like 30 minutes. So you need to get your order in. It was like 830 at night. And in that moment, Matt thought to himself, I'm never going to see this fucking girl again. (laughs) And I was still like a vibe. Like it was just like honestly comical. It turns out that I ended up ordering like the only thing on the menu that he disliked. He like hates eggplant. And they had like eggplant fries that just looked interesting. Like. I just wanted to try them. And he was just pretending to like eat them. And I find it, found it out later. He's like, you literally ordered the only thing on the menu that I fucking despised. <laughs> oh my God. That's so funny. <laughs> but yeah. So to make up for it, once we got literally thrown out of the place with kids kicking and screaming everywhere, we ended up making up the evening at Coquette and it was great. But I would recommend that place. They actually have a gin and tonic menu. So it's all different. Like, it would be gin and tonics is like the basis, but they have like different like infusions. They have them with like blackberries and the, and like citrus and like it's just like a little different. Yeah, I definitely really want to go. It's really hard to get a reservation there. 
Yeah, I feel like you just go and sit at the bar. There's also right across the street from Coquette is, I forget what it's called. It's like the convention center, but they have a lot of comedy shows there. Um, I don't remember who I saw. Is that Laugh Boston? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen a couple of They have a lot of good there. comedians that come in there. That's yeah. a good one. We um, got to move on from Seaport. Yeah, we, we can we can move on. Okay. So what would you rate it overall? I would rate it an eight. I think I'm going to go seven. It feels basic to me. Yeah. Like, I think probably 90% of the spots we just mentioned, all of you have probably heard. That's very true. Like, there's not, there's nothing, there's, not there's like no, no hidden, hidden gems. gems. Huh? Yeah. Jinx. Okay. Next up. Slumaville. Okay. So we're going to rope this one into Cambridge slash Somerville. Somerville. Okay. What's the vibe of Cambridge? I feel like Cambridge and Somerville have completely different vibes. They do with slight overlap. Okay. Um, who do we want to start with? Cambridge? Yes. Cambridge gives me smart Harvard MIT student vibes, but also crunchy granola, earthy bookworms. Yes, like they like to hike. Probably have a dog. <laughs> love to sit in a coffee shop and read. Yep, they're all runners. They're Everybody all loves to run. runners. Track star. <laughs> they're rowers, or they're like yogis. Yes, there's no in between. Nope. Maybe a Pilates here and there, but that's about it. Yeah, that's the vibe. Hot yoga. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's the vibe that Cambridge gives me. Yep, I'd agree. I'd, you, I could not have said that better myself. In terms of Somerville. Somerville is people that can't afford to live in the city quite yet. Probably fresh out of school. Tufts is right there. Also a lot of students. Davis Square gives me, that's an area in Somerville, Yeah, gives me similar crunchy granola runner rower vibes yep. that Cambridge gives. Um, anywhere else in Somerville is more up and coming, probably a local family. Yeah. They've lived here their whole lives. Yeah. It's a very like, it's in the process of being like gentrified. Like there's still a lot of people that have lived here forever like in houses yeah um definitely not a city vibe no def both places not city vibes at all no but, but close enough to the city a really good alternative if you want to just be close to the city but not right downtown yeah and not pay city prices although it is getting much pricier over honestly here. like cambridge is so expensive oh yeah you go to harvard square even kendall square like they're still pretty expensive yeah no i believe it but what you'd find is just more residential vibes. Like one of my favorite things to do is drive through Cambridge. Like it is so gorgeous. In it's that so area. pretty. I Especially love Especially in the fall. Yeah. It's so great. Yeah. I think you did both of those justice. Okay. So we both lived in Somerville for over a year. You yes. still live in Somerville. Yes. I would say a pro or hot is assembly square in general. Yeah. Like we lived on that side. We didn't live on the Davis Porter side. So we lived in the area that was like, not what people referred, what, what, not what people were thinking of when we said that we lived in Somerville. Yeah. I feel like it's very much like a different kind of area that we probably wouldn't have enjoyed unless assembly was right there. 
because it is far it's not very walkable to anything no you i can't walk out of my apartment yeah that's um, not lovely no it's not that's why i wanted to move but assembly row has every single thing you could imagine yep it has an earl's it has a trader joe's it has a christmas tree shop we have a starbucks there are fitness centers i went to title over there for a bit uh there's a home depot I might have already said home goods. There's an Ashley Furniture. Bed Bath and Beyond. Bed Bath and Beyond. Um, The Tea Stop is there. There's an outlet mall. So there's literally Nike, Puma, Express, Sephora, Banana Republic. They have ice cream. A Lego store. A movie theater. Like everything you could need. A bowling and arcade place. Oh, yeah. Is that Lucky Strikes? Am I thinking of that correctly? Arcade. Kings, Kings? Or Lucky Strike? I, I think forget. it's Lucky Strike. I forgot. Lucky Strike. Yeah, that's a really nice one too. Yeah, they have a juice bar, like literally like cookie cutter outdoor mall, like anything yeah. you could ever need. I actually love Assembly Row, and it's on the water. Yeah, so like you, you can, can walk go, along the Mystic River. Yeah, it's really. I love Assembly Row. I do too. It's they so have cute. so many new apartment buildings going up. True. I actually think that would be a great place to live. I don't, I feel like they're probably still just as expensive because they are brand new. But like to be able to walk out and around to every single thing you need and hop on the tea right there. It's the perfect compromise to like not living in the city, but yes. living in Somerville. Exactly. Yeah. But outside of that, Somerville is honestly known for some of the best restaurants in this area, too. Which, unfortunately, I, I have not been to. Literally. And I feel really guilty about that. I know. I guess one that uh, one of my roommates has been raving about is, I think, called Sarma or Swarma. I think it's called Sarma. Sarma. I don't know if it's, like, Indian or Mediterranean. I think it's, like, might even be, like, Lebanese. I could be getting this very wrong. But maybe a mix of all of them. And it's a tapas place. And apparently it's like the best she's ever had in her life. I've heard really good things about that place. There's also, I think, is it Porto? Um, That's the pizza place in Davis. I don't know. Davis Square has a ton of places. Yeah. Like, I don't Um, think you could go wrong. No. Yeah, yeah. They have like everything. It's like a cute little downtown. Davis Square Bagels and Donuts. Go and get the... Um, sausage, egg, and cheese. Choose spicy sausage and get it on a jalapeno cheddar bagel. When you're hungover, there will be a line, but it will be worth it. It is so good. I've never had that before. I need that in my life. You're missing out. And their donuts are also really good, obviously. That brings me to Union Square Donuts. Union Square is really cute as well. Yes, also very cute. Oh, also, have you been to Bow Market? Yeah. Bow Market's really cute in Somerville. It is. It's like this cute, it's like a triangle and they have like cute little shops. A lot of them are, there's like a vintage like record store. There's a plant store. There's a vintage book store. There's like like a paper store. Yeah. There's a restaurant on the bottom. It gets very cute. They have like a brewery on the bottom. They have a few different restaurant vendors on the bottom. If you want a wholesome little Saturday or Sunday, go there. Definitely. Three Little Figs. Have you been there? Yes. That's really good. It's a cute little coffee shop. You can go and get like a lavenderized coffee, latte, whatever it may be. Very good. I think that's all I have for Somerville. Yeah. Oh, but there is this little place There's I like to call. There's a lot of breweries in Somerville. Somerville oh, and Cambridge so are known for that. Winter Hill Brewing, Aeronaut Brewing. Those are literally the only two I've been to. But, I, but they are known for brewery or brewery. 
breweries. Breweries, yeah. Breweries. That's a hard word to say. Um, but we're missing a very important piece that we can't leave out of Somerville. Um, there's a cute little dive bar in Davis Square <laughs> called The Burren. You may or may not have heard us a couple episodes ago saying we were just about to head to The Burren for the night. Yeah. Courtney, how'd that go? Uh, it was eventful. That's all I got to say. We got kicked out of the dive bar. Uh, no, we didn't get kicked out. We didn't get let in, and then we snuck in, and then we got kicked out. <laughs> That's a better Ashley, way to say it. Ashley, why did we get kicked out of the bar? So or not let in in the first place. So we're Ubering, uh, from Kendall Square, Cambridge. Very fitting. We Ubered over. We were coming from like a little housewarming party. We're like, all right, let's go to the Burren. Never been. I've lived in Somerville for two years. Uh, my hometown friends are there. Like, let's go meet them out. So we go there. We're coming from a house party. So naturally, I have a seltzer in my hand that I brought into the Uber with me. We go. The she seltzer's says naturally. Empty. No one else had a can in it. Okay, hands. guys, you're leaving from one place to another. It's late in the night. I was drinking a seltzer. Like, I didn't even think twice about it. Okay. I wasn't like, oh, let me crack one open for the road. It was just, it happened to be in my hand. Like, I didn't think about it. This is true. So we're all getting out of the Uber. I step outside. I go to like take my last sip. There's nothing in the can. I was just like, oh, let me just get the last sip. I respectfully put it in the garbage can on the side of the road. I put it away. I turn my smiling face and I walk up to the bar and he goes, you can't come in. I just saw you drink out of that open container. I did not try to walk into the bar with my drink. I was not being obnoxiously drunk or rude. I was self-contained. He just happened to see me sip out of a can that I then put into a garbage can. And he told me I couldn't come in because of an open container rule. Yep. He said that Camila and I could go in, but you couldn't. And we all just looked at him like, wait, are you serious right now? The three best looking women probably to walk into that bar. Like actually Guys, dressed it's a, up. It's a dive bar. It's like so a dive shitty. Bar. Why are you taking your job so seriously? Well, no, they, there were like three bouncers and they were just like, it is a Massachusetts law. Like we no cannot. other bar cares. No, I, there are some that care. But why are you defending them? No, because it, this is a thing. This is not a thing. This is a thing. That's why I make sure that I don't have a container in my hand. Guys, you let me know if this is a thing. <laughs> Anyways, it's a, it a thing. But wait, the story gets better. Yes. So what do we decide to do? Um, so before that happens. We're like, okay, like let's let's just go around the corner. Maybe let's oh. maybe let's switch a shirt. Maybe let's have you have your this. hair up. So I'll put my hair down, and we'll f- we'll change hairstyles. We'll switch a shirt, and we'll walk back up, and everything will be fine. Mm-hmm. We waltz our asses back up, and they go, "Are you fucking kidding me? We know exactly who you are." And we're just like, they no, they actually go. They go. That was really cute. That was like a nice try. And we're just sort of dying of laughter. And I just, we're all just staring at them like in disbelief. Like we are not intoxicated. No. We're totally fine. And we're just like, wait, are you being serious? Like we literally couldn't believe what was happening. I thought they were like joking at first. I was super confused. Yes. It's not like I'm falling over, like trying to bring my drink in. Like it was nothing crazy. Yeah. No, it's just comical. Okay, back yeah. to where you Okay, were. sorry. I thought you were talking about later when we left. No, yes, yes. So then my friends come out. There's like a little outdoor patio. We're literally standing directly in front of this bouncer. Just like 
chit-chatting. We were probably there for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Like just talking outside and he's letting us like converse with like the people that are technically inside the bar and all that's separating us is a little gate. Yeah. No, it's like a little plant. Yeah. So we're just talking and we're like, all right, man, after 20 minutes, we're like, are you really not going to let us in? He goes, no, I can't. I'm like, you are literally so dumb. I hate you. Yeah. So we're like, okay, whatever. (laughs) So we walk around the corner and we're like, let's sleep in the back. So we walk around the corner and we go down the alleyway, parking lot, whatever, and there's a back door open. And this is a back door that people were using to take a little smoke break outside. So there were some people smoking cigarettes and there was a door that was just wide the fuck open. So we walked right in. <laughs> so we're like, it, we're literally walking through the hallways <laughs> and we're like, these bouncers are so dumb. Like, this is the easiest entrance to walk through. There's not a singular <laughs> monitoring this doorway like that's so stupid of them (laughs) so we make it in and i've never been in this this bar before no guys it was huge massive packed everyone was like relatively our age like it looks like everyone was having a time in there and we're like we're in let's fucking go less than 20 seconds of being in no like literally 10 seconds in once we thought we were in all of a sudden we have three three large men very large men coming at us, talking at all different like, angles yeah, I have them. all different angles she's like three three just entered the back door three which which ones are they what is she wearing this that, blah, blah, blah. we were literally like spies As in a spy movie and they had caught the target like it was unbelievable how f- laser focused they were on us i think like camila went into the bathroom where you went into the bathroom to like hide or something camila did and then camila tried to, t- to tell the bouncer because he, he was on the radio and we're like guys like we're literally 25 years old it's like you don't need to throw us out right now like everything's fine and they're like well we're already talking all about you on the radio and camille's like no please like don't tell them on the radio that we're here because we honestly she like tried to eventually just like tell them the truth hoping that this guy was going to be chill and she was like it's gonna like they're gonna throw us out like there was an open container like seeing if that would like work and the guy was just like nope and so then like all like five bouncers escorted us out all five like through this entire bar because we entered through the back so we had to walk all the way through the bar yes. to the front everyone was and staring the mean at bouncer, us the one that was like you guys can't come in was like if you keep it up you're never gonna be allowed back here and i was like I never oh, want to come back here. Babes, dude. I've never been here before. I will not be coming back. Yeah, <laughs> literally. It was so funny, though. But we literally exited the building and we were like, did we just get fucking thrown out of a Somerville dive bar? How embarrassing. <laughs> we didn't make it in and then we snuck in and then we got kicked out. <laughs> Guys, it was it was really, really funny. It we was did it like, for the plot. You had to be there. Yeah. But I'm glad you like are kind of there. Yeah. Now. Hopefully we painted that picture well for you. Yeah. So go to the burn, I guess, but just leave your drinks at home. Jesus. Okay. And Cambridge. Okay. Cambridge. We got to wrap it up. Uh, Cambridge is cute. I would go to Harvard Square. My number one rack is Felipe's. Go to their rooftop. It's huge. Once again, get a spicy marg. They have like like seven dollar drinks, and they're so good. They're so good. It's like Chipotle style, but authentic Mexican. You can get a burrito. 
burrito and a marg. I mean, like, what more can you yeah, ask you for? You get a burrito and like two margs for under twenty dollars, and it's just amazing. I went the other night though, planning to go like for a rooftop. The line out the back door to get on the rooftop longest line i've seen in boston what like i could aside from southie i could not believe how long the line was and this was at like 11 o'clock i'm like guys by the time you get up there it's gonna be last call i couldn't believe it so i would go like after work or like during the day on the weekends or something when it's not super busy or just go early if you want it to make like your night out there yeah but i would say it's more of like a chill rooftop and chill vibe yeah definitely I don't spend too much time in Cambridge, to be honest. Every time I go, I'm like, I need to spend more time. But I feel like I always go for the same the same little places. Like Felipe's. I love Bluestone Lane Cafe. Yeah. It's like right next to Felipe's. But it's also a chain. Um, but it's just like really a really good Australian-inspired cafe. Across um, the way, there's Alden and Harlow. I don't know if you've oh been yeah. there. Yeah. They do like little tapas. Really good for like a girl's night out. Great cocktails again. It's also like I feel like a hinge date spot. Like I feel yes. like that's always a place I got asked out to. I think you went on a day. hinge date there. I did. Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah, I like that place. Honestly, I definitely need to explore Cambridge more. I will say Kendall Square is a vibe. I have a bunch of wrecks that I forgot to write down because I didn't think we were going to touch on Cambridge. Uh, but Little Donkey's there, and yeah. there's a place down the street. Oh, I think it's called Brick and Mortar, and it's just a cocktail bar, and it's on that same street. A really cool, like, hole-in-the-wall place. Um, definitely not something that everybody knows about. Would recommend. Also, I went to an escape room. It's called Red Fox or something. Time Count of my me life. Out. Count me out. Why? Do you not like escape rooms? No. I feel like I would just feel claustrophobic and terrified that I was never going to find my way out. No, it is so fun. I would do an escape room once a week. I love it. Damn. It is so such a great feeling when you solve a puzzle. Damn. You're like, yes, I got into the next room. <laughs> it's so cool like how it all works together. Would highly recommend. What would you rate Somerville? And then let's rate Cambridge. Okay. Somerville a negative two no i'm kidding um I'll, i'd rate it like a a 5.5 okay i would rate it a seven if you're in davis square a six if you're in the winter hill area where we live slash lived i'm giving it a 5.5 knowing that i didn't take full advantage of everything that it has to offer too though if i were in like a davis or porter square area i feel like i would have enjoyed it more i thought it was great for the time being but now that i made a step up in my life i'm like oh damn like you realize like how it was great for the time being that's all i'm gonna say yeah i think it's a really good fresh out of college like first place in the city you can find something affordable and there's definitely still options here for sure for sure and yeah cambridge I'd rate it like a 6.8. I'd give it a 6, not because I don't like Cambridge, but it's just not my type of people. Yeah. It's not my type of thing. What, you don't like earthy, crunchy? No, I'm not really a nature girly. I don't know if you could pick up on that. (laughs) Oh, boy. Stay awake, stay awake, stay awake, stay awake, stay awake, stay awake. Guys, I didn't realize we could talk about Boston topics for so long. I hope you guys are enjoying this as much as we are. I think it's fun. And it's also making me realize that I need to be more of a tourist in my own city. Definitely. 
I feel like you could just never go wrong, you know, continuing to explore. But we're at the final little area of Boston. And we saved the best for last. Or is it the best? I don't really know. I don't really know. Definitely debatable. Sorry, not sorry. This is about to be controversial. We're talking about the infamous Southie. South Boston. Let's do a little overview. Okay. Tell me the vibe of Southie. Who lives there? People who wish that they were still in college. I would like to say people that are between the ages of like 22 and maybe 30. 30 yeah. might even be a stretch. I think that's a stretch a little bit, but there's definitely no, there still definitely people in their 30s. Yes. Um, it's definitely been a place in Boston that's been up and coming over the years. Like I, even when I talked to my parents about like, oh yeah, I'm going to Southie, I'm going to South Boston. They're like, oh, I'll be careful. Cause it was like, it really wasn't a good area back in the day. Yeah. Um, but it's right along the water. It's right along. What is it called? What is it called? Castle Island. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot, it's a lot more residential, um, but it's essentially like college part two. It's a very young city or a young part of the city. When you're walking around, you're seeing all people carrying like alcohol that j- they just came from the liquor store. Um, it's all just like people in their younger professional lives just trying to have some fun and live in the dream. Yeah. I would say it's people with probably three to four roommates fresh out of college yeah. Uh, they're taking, yep, they're taking the bus into downtown because that's where they work. They really don't leave Southie. On the weekends, they're hitting the main bars. They're waiting yeah. in the lines. This is where your short kings are living, <laughs> our short <laughs> Boston kings. Not the dig at the short kings. That's, yeah, that's their home. That's their home <laughs> base. That's where all the sales guys live. All the sales guys. Joe is one of them. Sales guy, fresh out of college. He lived there with his two other roommates. It's honestly a bucket list item, I think, for a lot of people. For most people. They graduate, they move to Southie with all their best friends from college. Exactly. And it is it wrong of us to knock it before we try it? No. Okay, perfect. My criteria was I will not be living in Southie. That is exactly how I felt. Yes. And no shame to those that do. I mean, I understand the appeal for sure. That's just not exactly what I care to be in 24-7. I also just think that the like the technicalities of living there like not great. There's not a tea stop that you can easily get to from Southie. Um, there are still more of those like, eh, not so great parts, like especially by like Andrew Square, like, yes, terrifying sometimes. Um, and then also parking is a bitch because you live, you're living out of the city a little bit more. You have more of a genuine need for a car, but so does every other person that is living there. And when each house has like around four people living in it, like parking is impossible. It is. So even people that have cars in Southie, they can't like, they find a parking spot. They don't want to move their car. They don't want to leave the parking spot because they're afraid that they're going to have. Like yeah, people circle for so for hours long. just to find a parking spot. Yes. Um, but not to, you know, start with all the knots, you know, like, yeah, there's some, there's some hots about Southie as well. Yeah. We can get into the hots. So 
Um, okay, so some hot spots Southie. Reasons maybe why you might want to live there. Totally. You're around people your age. You're young, still hot, fun. Young, hot, fun. Exactly. Like, you can definitely find, like, a little weekend bow, um, a Southie Sunday bow. You meet up on this every Sunday at one of the four bars. Like, reliable. Yes. Good for the hookup scene, I would say. If you're yeah. a single gal, single guy, like, you're you're probably living in Southie, like, trying to, trying to date a little bit. Yeah, for sure. Once again, like you said, you're right on the beach. Um, so you can go, like, rollerblading, biking. A lot of people run down there. M Street Beach is popping over the summer. Oh, my God. It is packed. Um, also, I just joined a volleyball league that you were supposed to do with me, but it's okay. Um, it's with Volo. So a lot of – Volo is, like, this – I, I think it's in other cities as well but like it's big in Boston and they have a bunch of different sports leagues and a lot of them are based out of Southie I think they also have them in like East Boston and MIT area they're like all over the city but because South Boston has like Carson Beach area so I signed up for beach volleyball so every Thursday you can come watch me play and you join with the team and they also do like kickball on other times of the year and softball and like it's a great way to meet people um so that's another cool part of Southie because I think a lot of people that live in that area also sign up for Volo Leagues so what you're explaining is college no exactly no you're explaining like the intramural sports you're explaining the dating and the hookup culture or the bow culture which I've never heard come out of your mouth before but I really it just I felt really right. like the term yeah um it's definitely a place to still have fun in your young professional life yeah because everyone that's out there I feel is really down for the vibe that you moved there for like it's just like the stereotype that is very much true of the area I also think it's really hard to meet people in Boston and if you live in Southie I think it's a lot easier to meet for sure for sure but at the same time I also feel like people that move to Southie because they have a lot of roommates they probably know their clique almost and I feel like it can be very like you have your group and I could feel like it's hard to penetrate those groups yeah I think it's definitely easier to penetrate them if you so will uh, when you're there, I feel like it's extra hard for Somerville girlies or South End girlies like us to then enter the South East scene trying to make friends that way. I would agree. Yeah. But let's like continue on the food theme considering yeah, that some that's, been, that's been the theme of every other area. Uh, I'm going to say Fat Baby. Okay. I It's owned by like the same owners as Loco and maybe a f- couple of others. Um I love the drinks and just like quick, easy sushi. I feel like it's more of a a smaller, more intimate vibe than any of the others, like core four or five places that people go to in Southie. And I just think it's a great date spot. It's a great like girls like sitting at a bar spot, intimate and low key with really good food. Yeah, I would say the same. I like it. I think it's a little overpriced, a little overhyped, but like it's good. Yeah. It's fine. I don't think I'm going to go out of my way to go to Fat Baby, but like if if you're in the area and you want sushi, great place to go. Totally. Right down the street is Six West. That's the rooftop bar. I don't like it. That's not on my list. I I wouldn't recommend, but like if you want a rooftop. I did, however, go in the wintertime slash springtime and they had like these little boxes almost. Think of like a cabinet 
but it's like life size and you can go in and you basically have a private booth with like a shutting door and me and all my friends got one and it was actually so fun interesting so would recommend that interesting uh loco i love loco that's my i'm a loco stan yes me too the quesadillas are amazing. The tacos are amazing. Oysters. The bowls, the oysters. The coconut margs. Yeah, guys. Hack if you're a spicy margarita gal, uh, but you also dabble in the coconut marg space because they really do make the best. You can actually ask for a spicy coconut marg. I don't think I've ever had that. Really? I think I always just do coconut. So, oh my God, it is so good. But you need to make sure some bartenders there suck and others are just like so good. I don't know. I don't know the names of any of them because I don't go that often. But if when I see one that I've had before, I like specifically go to that person. There's like a guy there. I think I follow him on Instagram. I don't know his name though. But they basically, they don't mix like the spicy mix in. They use like pretty much ghost tequila in the coconut mark mm. recipe. And they have like a mix of like coconut flakes and chili flakes on the rim. And it is literally one of the best cocktails. That sounds so good. Yes. Another cool thing about Loco is in more recent times, they just opened up a back room, which is like a lounge vibe. I think I've only been once with like you and Chrissy. Yeah. Uh, but we, you can go in the back and it's like a, it's totally like a lounge. It's a completely different vibe. Yeah. Um, so very cool. Gives me bottle service energy, yeah. but more chill. Every time I've been there, there's been like a Bruins player there or yeah. something that I don't recognize, but someone I'm with recognizes. Yes. Yes, yes. Yes. It's like one of those vibes. Like you can like, it's just dark and you can not be seen if you don't want to be seen type thing. Yeah. Would recommend. Yes. American Provisions. So that is a deli in Southie. But I think it's more of like, it's very interesting. Like it's like a breakfast sandwich type place, but also I guess a sandwich like prepackaged food, not prepackaged, but prepared foods. And it's, there's also like a liquor store in the back, but it's like a very quaint market. Um, and they have amazing lattes and I just love going and like grabbing something from there and then heading to Castle Island and just like sitting outside and like having a little picnic. That sounds really nice. I've never been there. And fun fact, I've also never been to Castle Island. What? I just saw it for the first time when I went on Codzilla. That's a story for another time. Shut up. Uh, but I saw <laughs> it and Joe was like, oh my God, look, Castle Island. And I was like, wow, I've never actually seen that. What? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I used to do that all the time during the fall slash winter. It's like if it was like kind of a nice enough day for a walk, I would go and I'd take a walk over there. Yeah. Just a way to get outside. Um, and I apparently there's this place attached to it that I've never been to before called Gray's Hall. And it's like a wine bar and charcuterie place. First one on the list. Oh my gosh. Have you been? No, I haven't. So I have a list here of my friend lives in Southie, my coworker who I was with tonight. And I was telling her about the episode that we're doing and she wrote down a couple things. So that was top of her list. I've never been, but Grace Hall that I definitely want to go now. Uh, There's also like a place called Ironworks. Apparently it's like a bar and attached to it is this place called Pickle. And it's a pickleball. Is that on the list too? That's also on the list. It's an indoor pickleball court. That's also a bar, I think. Yeah, it is. It's like a lounge and a pickleball like court bar situation. 
Yeah, so shout out to Nicole who gave me this uh, list, but we're going on a double date there in the near future. We're going to play pickleball. That's so fun. I've been dying to play pickleball, TBH. You were the first one to tell me about it. Really? Yeah. Oh, with the I still, recess brand? Yeah, I still want to order from recess. I know. Me too. Maybe I'll do that tonight. I need to just pull the trigger, pull the trigger and do it. You've been thinking about it. Yeah. Uh, tell me what you think about, you know, the Southie bars. Yeah. Is there so any aside from Loco that you vibe with? No. So... <laughs> Um, <laughs> I really don't, I really don't like Southie, so I don't mean to shit all over it, but it's just not my vibe, but, uh, they have a good, good will there. I got a cool, cool jacket there, but uh, back to the bars anyways. Um, so there's four bars there. We already mentioned Loco. The other one is Capo, Lincoln, and Broadway. I don't really vibe with any of them. I used to kind of be a Capo basement stand. So Capo's like an Italian restaurant, but in the basement you guys probably already know this but it's like a lounge bar live music live music dancing they do i forget what day of the week it is i want to say like wednesday they have all you can eat pasta they'll also have i've never been so maybe i would like it then i think i would just feel sick after to be to be honest but um (laughs) they also have like comedians come and stuff like that so i think entertainment wise i think it could be cool for that i do really like capo's food Broadway has good pizza. I would only get takeout and then maybe like go to the beach. Lincoln, I have no interest in. We've been there for brunch. I think I kind of liked it. Um, I think that's all I have to say about it. Broadway, every time I go, it's usually with you and I usually get too drunk. But now I'm thinking maybe it's not the places we're going. I think it's the company I'm with yeah. where I'm getting to a level that's I should simmer down at. So my issue with Southie is... It's very clicky. Mm-hmm. I've like actually gone out in Southie and have like literally had like an experiment in my head. Toxic. I don't know. But I'm like, I want to see if anyone like comes up to me and not to say that I need someone to come up to me, but I feel like I, I'm very easy to like make friends. Like I'm very easy to talk to people And I, without fail, like, go out to the Loco, Broadway, like, literally all of them, all four of them. And not a singular person will, like, try to even, like, pick me up, not even knowing that I'm in a relationship, you know? Like, not a singular person trying to hit on me unless it's, like, sometimes it happens, but, like, people don't even come up to you to spark a conversation, all the girls are like with their little squad of girls and I feel like it's a little bit intimidating. Granted, maybe I'm in a squad and I'm intimidating, but I feel like it just shouldn't be that way. Like how does one make friends in the city of Boston, specifically in Southie? Not that I need to make friends in Southie. Yeah. But what fun is that? You know, it's like, great. It's fun to go out with people, but I think a nice part of going out is meeting other people and making new friends. And I've just simply never had that experience in Boston. And specifically, Southie. Yeah. And you would just expect it so much more in Southie because everybody's Everyone's your, age, your age, like fresh out of college, like most likely like also wanting to meet new people, but nobody, it's not very inviting. Yeah. I don't, I don't really understand what's going on there. Um, maybe it's me, you know? No, it's not. But I kid you not. I literally was there two weekends ago Mm -hmm. and I saw a bunch of people that I knew from high, not high school. Oh my God. What year am I? Uh, How old am I? 
No, I saw a bunch of people from college across the bar and I was like, holy shit, like I can't be in the same room as them and like not say hi because I hadn't seen them in so long. And they were talking with like new friends of theirs or maybe just like people they met out at a bar. And like I walk up to the group and I was very much an outsider and all I got was dirty looks. Like not even a hello. It's like, oh my God, like I'm like rekindling with friends and these people looking at me like, who the fuck are you and why are you here? Yeah, I don't know what and the that's energy the vibe is. That it's I always just, get. Yeah. Honestly, I have like made friends in like the loco line or like when you're yeah. like trauma bonding over having to wait. Yes. In for something ridiculous. Oh, like we that. also didn't even mention the lines. Oh yeah, that's a, a huge knot. A huge yeah I think that's a bit I do not like waiting so the reason I also yeah. don't really like a lot of these bars is because there's always a line yeah it's a Saturday night you have to hop in the line at totally. 8 p.m totally. to get in but anyways I 100% agree with you with the vibe however if you're on a GNO and you just want to go out with the girls those bars could be a really good option For you want to sure. go to brunch you want to go to dinner and then go out after like those are all really good options if you totally. have like a big group totally and if you found success in expanding your friend group in Southeast some way, somehow, yo, let a girl know how you did it. Yeah. Give us some tips. Yeah. Trying to make new friends here. Yeah. Or like, if you want to be friends, like, just let us know. Cause I could use some friends. Same. <laughs> no, it's just, it's not even like, it's like a void in my life. But like, for example, I was at the Jersey shore on a girl's trip with like random girls from New York city this past weekend. And it's just so easy to make friends in other cities. And I don't understand why Boston is so difficult. I know. Like everyone's just so down to meet each other. Like everyone that I was with, it's like, they were coworkers or a coworker's friend or they had met each other a couple of times and now they go out together every single time. And it's just like, how do we make that a theme in Boston? We can actively try. We can. We can. We we're going to work on it. That's what the You Can Do Both family is all about. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Perfect. Exactly. Love. So yeah, that would be my not is that it's clicky. Yeah. Definitely a not. Um... But just a couple of other things, and by a couple, I mean mainly one. Um, in the hot list, this is also a recommendation I got from someone who lives in Southie, um, a place called Love Child. It's basically a mix between a liquor store and, like, a floral shop. And the way that it was described to me is that it's a liquor store for the girlies and the gays. Because it's all, like, artisan, very, like, cool and, like, trendy things. And so you kind of go for, like, a shoppable, like, experience. Like, ooh, like, you want to try this because it's, like, a lavender flavor. Like, whatever it is. And the whole purpose of it is to, like, you know, not have, like, just racks of, like, Bud Lights. Like, you know what I mean? Um, And I guess they have, like, a day drinking club on Saturdays where you get testers from 1 to 3 p.m., there's also like a floral subscription where, where they'll send you like some sort of installation um, or arrangement every month. Like that's really cool. Yes. And I feel that like there's really more cool. places like that. Like Southie is a spot for like all the trendy new spots. Yeah. Some of them might be chooky and maybe a little bit overdone or over trendy. But I will say like they get like cream of the crop like supposed to be upcoming and cool. Yes. I would agree with you. Um, I do really want to go. I want to get flowers and alcohol from that store, Love Child, that you just mentioned. Totally. 
I think that's all I really have on Selby. I can't really speak too much um, on other wrecks because I just don't go there. Yeah. And if you live in the South, if you live in Southie or you have other Southie wrecks that maybe you listen to this and you're like, girls, they're going to the wrong spots. That's why they have like this like negative trauma perception <laughs> on Southie. Please let us know. We want to love it. But yeah, TBH always I open to wrecks. Don't know if it's there for me. I think it has the potential, but you know, we're not going to be diehard Southie fans and that's okay. Totally. Before that kind of concludes our boroughs. However, I just have a couple other like Boston wrecks in general. I know we haven't rated. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's rate Southie. Four. Perfect. Same. (laughs) Twins. (laughs) (laughs) Giving it a hard four. Guys, it's 11 PM. I can't believe we're still podcasting. It's way past Ashley's bedtime. I know it really is. I have to be in the office tomorrow too, but that's okay. Hold on. I have a couple other ones that I have to include. Yes. Granite Links is in Quincy. It's outside the city. It is a stunning golf course. You can go there and go to the driving range. Really good date spot. If anybody has clubs, like go with your friends. It's so fun. They also have a bar right next to the driving range super fun really cool like great to do in the summer fall spring time highly recommend it's so beautiful another rec i have is on instagram you can follow this account it's called the boston calendar or something i'll link it on our instagram but if you follow them they'll post like all events that are happening that week or weekend and they always have the link in their bio and it's really I mean some of it's kind of like silly but they'll be like oh open mic night there's a stand-up here there's a farmer's market also we didn't mention the whole like downtown Faneuil Hall area I know but there's like that's a whole nother like section of Boston there's also Um, the west side like there's more than just what we talked about yeah oh in the uh, west end um kind of back bay the Liberty Hotel I would highly recommend um, they have like drink there is like a bar, but just straight up the Liberty Hotel bar is a lounge in itself. You can go up like three floors and it's like all balconies that look down into the middle. It used to be an old jail. It's very, very cool overpriced drinks, but like you can kind of get dressed up and go for like a good GNO or a date night. That's cool. Those were the ones I wanted to include. Yeah. I feel like these are more um, standard but like Mariel and Mariel Underground, those are really fun like nightlife spots. We didn't really touch on like night nightlife, but I feel like that's just not that's our not vibe. Yeah. So yeah. And then also Yvonne's, which is the sister restaurant of Mariel, I believe. And that's like speak easy vibes. Like if you're trying to go for like a sophisticated dinner where you're like sitting in front of like bookshelves. It's really cool in there, but the my bone to pick with them is that it's in Downtown Crossing, and you oh, yeah. obviously want to go at night, and it's, it's not so safe. sketchy there. It's not safe. It's so, so sketchy. Like, I don't know how cute, trendy girls, they expect you to go to Downtown Crossing Literally. at 10 p.m. on a Saturday yeah. and go to this place. Seriously. That's so valid. And this is the perfect opportunity to introduce you guys to a new You Can Do Both collab. So we've partnered with Birdie. For those who don't know Birdie, it's a women's safety company who created a tool to help women feel safe. So just to do this product justice, I have one in front of me and I'm just gonna read the back of it. Birdie's a company who cares about women's safety and they've created a tool to empower women everywhere. There's basically a pin on this. You can add it to your keychain, uh, and they come in all different colors. And when you pull the pin out, it 
activates a high-pitched 130 dB sound. I couldn't tell you what that actually is, but it's very, very loud. It's alarming. (laughs) (laughs) Great description. Great description. Uh, And it also has a flashing light. So it comes on a solid brass keychain to bring with you around town, on the trail, across campus, and out at night. So you can carry Birdie with you with confidence and listen to your gut. So this is pretty cool. A fun fact is that Court and I actually had these before Birdie actually reached out to partner with us. Yeah, very unknowingly too. My brother actually got me a Birdie. I don't know how he found out about it. He knew about it before I did. He got it for me as like Christmas present one year. And I was like, okay, kind of odd, but also kind of cute coming from like a younger brother. He so knows cute. that I like just moved to a bigger city. Um, but yeah, it's essentially a tool that keeps you safe that's not as intimidating as pepper spray. I feel like back in the day or Ill, still to this day, some people like to carry around pepper spray in like a little cute pink bottle. And yeah, the first time I, I don't know, experienced the pepper spray on my keychain, I accidentally activated it and may or may not have sprayed something <laughs> in someone's <laughs> eye. Like, And I promise you will not have that experience with Birdie. So honestly just makes you feel really really safe and it looks cute like ash said you can attach it to your purse your wallet it's a keychain you can get any color you want any design and yeah we're excited to share this with you especially so suiting for this episode downtown you know could be a little sketch definitely so for our you can do both listeners we have a discount code for you guys so you can go to she's and use the code you can do both 15 for 15 percent off of your purchase and with that we are going to be hosting an instagram giveaway birdie was so kind enough to share five keychains with us and more details will be within the caption but if you like comment a friend who should either own a birdie or you think would really benefit from kind of hearing us talk every week as everyone should (laughs) um then you know get the word out about birdie at the same time let people know that you listen to you can do both and it's a win-win for all involved love that so yeah you guys can head over to the instagram to see all the details we'll include it in our post And that's a wrap. I think that's our first little you can do both collab ad. (laughs) So exciting. And back to the episode. Anyway, Boston, we heart you. Thanks for listening to part two. More to come, mostly in the South End. (laughs) But let us know what you guys thought of this. And if you go to any of our recommendations. Totally. And we're accepting more recommendations. Yes. Okay. We love you. Thank you for listening per usual. Love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye.